This is Socks in 7. Welcome back to Socks in 7. We're hosts Kevin Tebow, Mason Reed, Jack Taggerman, and ladies and gentlemen, the Red Sox have sweeped the Toronto Blue Jays in four games. Absolutely dicked on them. Swat. Get fucking pissed on, bro. <laughs> let's go. Unreal. Tags, let's see the fucking moly, bro. Trigger out, dude. Wow. I don't know what the lighting's like. But That's electric. That shit's tough. But my go, goodness. Boys. Did the Red Sox absolutely piss on the Toronto Blue Jays? What an episode this is. Episode number 28 of Sox and Seven. Just brings you back to 28 to 5, where we were a year ago to where we are right now. Duran hitting fucking bombs every night. Masataka Yoshida is the greatest hitter in MLB history. It doesn't get much better than this. Boys are fucking scorching. Six game win streak. Longest in the MLB. Talk to us nicely. Yoshi's up to what? 14 game hit streak now? Yep. Hitting over 300. Yeah. He's very quick. Uh, Dude, I think I saw like what? 317? Something like that. He's hot. He's hot. Like he might be the toughest out in baseball right now. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to my um, comes down to my username here on the Zoom. And Manuel Valdez, Jaron Duran, Masataki Yoshida, and like I could only use thirty five characters, so it wouldn't let me add Connor Wong. But he also deserves to be on that list. And what do you know? Just like that, boom! Rafael Devers is back, three for five, leaving Earth tonight. Arita. Nah, this this podcast has special powers. I'm I'm convinced. We we chirp Valdez last podcast and he just goes off this series. Couple He's fucking cough, bro. Like Connor Wong's insane at baseball. He's basically the best catcher in the AL right now. Nuts. Nuts. To Hitting think for power. To think like everything was looking so, like the vibes were so down when Yu Chang went down too. Cause like he, dude, he was just getting really hot too. Like, yeah, and like, I w- even caught fucking Christian Arroyo's breaking the ball right now. Fucking Cassis, I mean, he's starting to get see a little bit of life up there. Um, Tanner Houck, we talked a shit ton of, about him in spring training about how horrible he's been. He's been solid. Bayo's put together two pretty good starts back to back here, like. I don't know, man. Things are looking up. No, yeah, dude, I just mean, about like every pitcher looked good except for he who shall not be named. I don't even want to say his name out loud anymore, but we all know who we're talking about. Yeah. I, I, th- I think his days up in the majors are are numbered. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll name another one. Come on. Caleb, like, come on. We, we won't bring up his name because he's still on the team, but uh, the Red Sox are 6 and 0 since. Uh, DF or optioning Caleb Ort back to Worcester. Yeah, I saw that today too. Just unbelievable. And Brennan Bernardino continues nah, to be the dude, I was best say, pitcher in the league. I was going to say, bro, Brennan Bernardino is the GOAT, bro. This, <laughs> like, I dare you to score a runoff of this guy. I dare you, bro. Try. Go Never ahead, going try. to happen. Never going to happen. Dude, you know what they were saying in one of the broadcasts? Like, I don't know. I think it was in his first game up. Like, he learned to throw in that arm slot like a year ago, bro. Like, he did not always throw like that. 
Another great move by Heim in the front office. Yeah. Nah. This the series are starting to pan out. These this series like put a stamp. Like you gotta give Heim his flowers. And like you'll see it in uh some content from the first two games that I had here, but um it's no longer called the Mookie trade. It's called the uh Alex Verdugo Connor Wong trade. That's and, very, like this just popped into my mind, like if we keep this up and we're third in the division holding a wild card spot and the deadline's coming up, we're buying, bro. We better. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, in a season that I thought for sure we'd be selling at the deadline, bro, all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, we can maybe put something together here. And, like, yeah. you you I mean, really only need to buy starting pitching. Yeah, that's it. I was Maybe a say, first like, baseman. Another thing – no, another thing is, too, like, this team, we just scored 33 runs in a four-game series. Like, this team is mashing baseballs right now. Like, we just put up – we had Ke- Kevin Gosman's worst start in, like, three years today. Like, he just d- did not want to see this lineup. And, like, with Manuel Valdez, who is my guy, raking at second, and Duran doing this in center. Like, when Duvall and Story come back, like, if they were to both have, like – been out for this series and came back tomorrow you can't take those two guys out of the lineup like right now no you can't, you can't. like we we went from like down so terrible like in embar- like and now we just have an embarrassment of riches like yeah it's, no, it's like, so lit jaron duran's batting like 415 which like obviously that high isn't sustainable but like three for five again today bro if he's hovering 300 bro which is very like possible there's no chance you can take that guy out of the lineup. No, you yeah. can't. The, the way he's hitting the ball right now, like, he's not just, like, slapping singles. It's like, oh, dude, this guy just slapped a few singles and, like, steals back because he's fast and, like, beats out infield hits. Like, he is hitting line drives, like, frozen rope line drives into the outfield and, like, legging out doubles every time. No, you look at Jaron Duran's baseball savant page, it is all red. Like, his exit velo is, like, 84th percentile, 90 fifth percentile it's ridiculous and even his alt above average is getting up there like he's playing a good center field yeah that's a great great website great stats yeah. on that website if you're not hip to baseball savant get on it and like i'll say the same for connor wong and like especially him with his like pop time that's a whole lot of red yeah i'm pretty sure connor wong is uh number one amongst all catchers defensively in defensive war because yeah. that matters yeah dude we were getting ran on bad the first few weeks of the season too like embarrassingly bad like guys that aren't known for stealing bases were stealing bases with ease dude yep and like you add where you haven't even talked about it like reese mcguire is still hitting 300 like Mm -hmm. this is the best platoon of catchers in the league and there's no way around it they absolutely rake baseballs and connor wong is a menace defensively I mean, dude, like, every single day, like, oh, we're facing the right-hander today. Here comes Reese. Oh, wait, they got a lefty going. Here comes Connor Wong, bro. Like, both of those guys are going to be able to support in a lineup, dude. Simple as that. There's not many catchers in this league that can support in a lineup offensively. Yeah. And, like, Connor Wong is raking baseballs right now. You can't sneak a pitch by him. Like, I mean, we'll get into the games, but on Tuesday night, he had two home runs, but – he also hit a double that would have been a home run at every other ballpark other than Fenway. So he yeah. basically hit three home runs. 
Who was it yesterday, dude? It was uh fucking it was Casas, I think. Flew out and the cameraman's looking yeah. at it like like it's gonna like it's gonna Oh be, yeah. That tricked like, me. It's gonna bad. be the longest home run in Fenway Park history. Yeah. Do you want to hear Casas's expected batting average on that ball? Oh, I heard it. It was like 916 or something. Yeah, it was like 971, I think. It yeah. was ridiculous. And it, it was a bomb in like it was like 26 ballparks or something like that. Yep. You hit it to the wrong part. Hit it to the triangle, bases loaded. That would have been awesome for Cassis, who's speaking starting of, to show a little bit of life. Yeah, speaking of the triangle, I was gonna wait till maybe the we got to today's game to say this, but like well, to first of all, and Manuel Valdez is the future second base, everyday second baseman for the Red Sox. Completely yeah. sold on it. Bought <laughs> in. This kid is the fucking boy, bro. He literally rakes. He's like 5'8", 170, and is just drilling baseballs. Like his stance is like equivalent to Rolf. He's just like hands up nice and high, nice little leg kick, blast balls the other way. And speaking of the triangle, Buddy flew out. He went 0 for 3 today with a I was going to say, I think he went 0 for 4 today. But... Flew, flew out to literally the triangle in his in his second at-bat in the third inning and then flew out to the warning track in the seventh. Like, yeah. he's lacing the baseball. Yeah, I mean, if he learns how to field, he could be a, an elite talent in this fucking league. And the fact that Heim got him for a half-year rental for Christian Vasquez. Who we don't even need anymore who we don't even need, and the Astros didn't even use. Yeah. Like, like granted, they did win the World Series, but, like, was he that big of a part of that? Like, no, not really. No, they played Maldonado, like, every yeah. game. So, fleeced by Heim. Fleeced. All of his, like, we give Heim Bloom shit all the time when the team sucks, but, like, there's a lot of his moves starting to pan out here. Absolutely. And, like, we're not even seeing this team at full force, which is crazy. Like, no, that's the that's the most. It's like we're gonna we're gonna have to end up sending a guy that's batting two seventy five down. Not not send him down, send him down. But like, we're gonna have guys on the bench every day that are like hitting the ball well and like would start for a lot of ball clubs. Yeah, no, like Rymel Tapia when Duval gets back, he's gonna get DFA'd. Yeah. And, like, that sucks because he's – I mean, obviously he's not amazing by any means, but he's a solid ball player. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he's I mean, got that speed. In a picture-perfect world where, like, Valdez, Connor Wong, and Duran are all still raking in a few months when uh, Duvall and Story come back, we're going to, like – we're going to need to move, like, one or a package of those guys and get an elite starting pitcher. And I hope it's not Manuel Valdez, which it shouldn't be, but, like – if we have to move, like, dude, I don't even know who it would be realistically, but if we're going to have to move, like, someone and get, like, that upper tier starting pitcher that this team needs badly, like, we're just going to have to do it. Yeah. And, like, I saw something that Caraba said earlier, which I, I kind of like, but, like, it'll never happen. Um, And he's not really elite of the elite starting pitcher, but he's been dicing this year. Eduardo Rodriguez. Oh my trade god, back dude. For him. What's he, good with him, bro? He threw eight shot with nine Ks today against the Mets. He did that like a week ago too. Like I'm pretty sure he threw a complete game shot out. Like he's dealing right now, bro. Yeah. And before like, we, we were at college, like biggest fan of Erod, like out of like 
no for no reason. He's just like I love Eduardo Rodriguez. He's my favorite player. No, Shout I I, I, I Garen, love like him. he's dealing right now. Yeah. Before we get into the games too, Masataki Yoshida is very quickly the favorite for AL Rookie of the Year, bro. Like I know we all have at least a little bit of bread on that, bro. It's looking like you can chalk that one up as the winner. I mean, yeah. it's going to be close with him and Jong. Josh Jong really, really yeah. raked. Right now, it's uh, Yoshida plus two forty, Jong plus three seventy. Yeah, that the, that was just the other day. Yoshida was plus four fifty. So yeah, and then Volpe plus seven fifty. Yeah, I mean, none of those are going to happen. <laughs> it it's Masa as a lock, and I honestly would watch out like. Yoshida's quickly moving into this MVP conversation, and I'm not even trying to be like over the top Boston Red Sox guy, but this these past 14 games, he's been absolutely raking. And like, yeah. he's not playing an amazing left field, but he's not playing bad left field by any means. No, if, if you're he, not like at this point, if you're not betting the Sox and the over every day, like, what are you doing? I do it every single day. I bet the over and the Sox. If it wasn't for uh, Shohei, Shohei, I'd always get it wrong. In the AL, bro, like, Yoshida's numbers match everybody else on that list, bro. It's just the fact that Shohei comes out twice a week and sits people down for fun. Yeah, yeah. so, like, it's, it's going to be Shohei. If he gets hurt, dude, and our guys keep doing this, like, the shit could open up. We could have a lot of socks at the top of that list. Yeah, I mean, I think – what the AL MVP should be is just like the non Shohei Otani MVP. Yeah. So like we just give Shohei the Shohei Otani award every year. Award yeah. Every year. And then, and then we just give, uh, you know, second place the actual MVP. That's super reasonable, bro. That's super reasonable. All right, bro. Like it is way too early, but I'm looking at my preseason predictions, bro. Oh, yeah, I was just going to do that, dude. Like, dude, I had AL MVP Shohei, NL MVP Acuna, Sox MVP Yoshida, bro. That's pretty good. Like, through, like, what are we, like, a, an eighth way through the season or something? Well, call it a month. Call it a month. That, that could be yeah. a sweep. Those, those like, are all favorites right now. Those are all looking pretty good, bro. Yeah, I mean, the only, I would say Verdugo's probably been our MVP. But, I mean, Yoshida's, like, neck and neck if not the mvp so far yeah i mean in my uh <laughs> looking at my preseason stuff right now i did a uh, lot of lot of chalk shit because of the chicago white Sox. we'll <laughs> we'll get uh we'll get by that but luis castillo he's up there in the race for cy young um yeah i mean i had the Rays finishing last in the division as well that's chalk um yeah i mean not great but see what happens yeah, I don't know where I put my season predictions. I might have deleted them. Yeah, dude, I had the Rays going 77 and 85. Check the chat, Tebow. They're probably saved. So much for that, bro. I was not nearly as high on the Braves as I should have been. I had the Pirates winning 64 games. That's not That's not accurate. But, hey, I mean, it's baseball, you know. Teams get hot. <clears throat> Anything happens on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm just positive, positive right now. I feel really good about this team. You jumped two of your division opponents in this series, and, like, you just absolutely crushed 
the Blue Jays like souls today. You beat them more times already than you beat them last year in more mm-hmm. games. Great stop. Three and, Great stop. Three and sixteen last year against they the just, they just pissed on us every game and like we're flipping the script. Yeah, they had to have known that going into the series, and we're just like, come on, boys, like let's just set a tone, like let's set a tone for the rest of the season right now. Yeah, and like I was hearing this on some sports radio on the way home tonight from work. Just like I think you got to give Heim credit for bringing in JT. Like, yes, JT, like he's a great offensive player. Three for five tonight. But what a locker room that guy that is that doesn't really show up on the stat sheet, and that's really all you think about when you think about Heim Bloom. But, like, the fact that, like, he was able to bring a guy like that into this clubhouse to create positive vibes after a year that just had negative vibes constantly and just completely flipped the script on the Boston media who – just slandered this team and just like try to make bad vibes. There's only positive vibes. And like every game, bro, something bad happens and you think, Oh boy, here we go. Like, damn bro. Like this feels like 2022 next, the very next inning punching right back and the boys just get hot, tie the game up, take the lead and you're right back in the game. Yeah. Turner, um, 286 is what he's hitting this season. He's gonna he's just gonna be so consistent in the middle of this lineup all year. That's just what he's always been. Like you said, great clubhouse guy, bringing the bringing the vibes up. And we're third place in the AL East right now, behind a very catchable Orioles team that's playing good ball and like a lot of games behind the Rays. Like who knows if they'll ever lose again? But let's see. They're they're gonna have a bad month. They have to. There's no way they can win at this pace. All right, you they got to come back down to earth. Hop into these games. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's run through them. Right, game, game one. one Tebow hits parlay of the day, plus 1,000 steamer. Yeah, just um, absolutely crazy. Oh, uh, no, that was game two. So yeah, that was game two. But game one, what do we got here? Jer- Jaron Duran and Manuel Valdez and Alex Verdugo all leave Earth. Yes, that went five for five that game. Well, yeah, yeah. that's like a really, really good ball player. Yeah, he is. But, but yeah, we we raked Barrios, got to him pretty good. Yeah, you you lead off the game with back to back doubles from Yoshida and Duvall, and then Turner hits a single right after that. You go up 2 0. Um, then Kluber gives up a couple homers, hang or, piece to Bichette. Yeah, yeah, Bichette left. Yeah, and then. You know, kind of just weighing out this game and three to two. You think it okay? The hit's got to come soon. Like Kluber's keeping you in this game, and then first pitch of the inning, Jaron Duran just sends one four fifty dead center. Absolutely laced that ball. Gosh. Later yeah, in the I mean, inning, right it's after, really, it's really difficult to tell. Like. Because the the hot the top four hottest hitters on planet Earth right now are Emmanuel Valdez, Jaron Duran, Masataka Yoshida, and Connor Wong, but it's really really hard to like figure out who's number one and who's number two between Masa and Jaron Duran. Like they are raking baseballs right now. Yeah, I feel confident every time Jaron Duran steps up to the plate that he's just gonna lace a baseball. Yeah, and so Valdez hits a home run. We take the lead. <laughs> Brennan Bart Bernardino, two outs with a K in relief. Nobody even touched him. Yep. Um, you go down again. 
and you're like, oh, shit. Or no, no. The uh, Trump comes back and ties it. 5-5. Five, five. And then Timothy. <laughs> Mr. Clutch. The clutchest player in baseball. Like, hits his fourth or third walk-off of the season. First pitch. Or not first pitch. It was like a 1-1 count. Bomb. Game over. Walk-off homer. Alex Verdugo. I'm thinking at the start of the bottom of the ninth, I'm like, dang, I was really hoping to see another Verdugo walk off, but he's hitting first. I don't know if he's, you know, going to hit a homer off uh, Romano. Off Romano, too. Good point. Yeah, like he's one of the best closers in the game. Bomb. And, like, it was (laughs) a rocket. Line drive. I'm screaming the whole time, like, get out ball. Like, I don't think it has enough. Basically scrapes the top of the wall, gets over, and he just does a – are you not entertained? Like, <laughs> bro, no, Alex Verdugo is him. All right, Sox at seven. Alex Verdugo is the clutchest baseball player in the history of the world. Let's go! <laughs> Are you wearing the Rolfi chain right now? Yeah, dude. Dude, that thing's so dope, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing's so dope. But, yeah, no. Went to the lands down after, just so pumped after that. Got me over the no, will not be named other Boston team that broke my heart, but that that Verdugo home run gave me life. That's when the vibe started becoming positive again. After that, exactly. Big uh, win in game one. Game two, bottom of the second. Christian Arroyo, bomb, bomb. Bomb. Like, on the lands down easily. Third inning, the Asian sensation, Rob Ref Snyder, bro. He's going to knock one in. And then bottom of the fourth, why don't we tack on another one? Masataka Yoshida, the hottest hitter on the planet. Bomb. And then <laughs> in what I thought actually wasn't a, wasn't a bad start from Tanner at all, he just got touched up in, in the uh, – yeah. In the fifth, he got touched up badly. I mean, it's definitely like it's definitely a thing where like Tanner Houck, like the stats are like absolutely ridiculous on his third time through the order, and like yeah. everybody knows it, and like it, it it just happens every game, and there's nothing you can do. I mean, Dalton Varsho left off of him like a, a bomb. Dalton Varsho is a really really good player, but like I mean, Houck is definitely a candidate to go back to the pen. Let's just put yeah. it out. And like, or just we, be like an opener, dude, like three or four innings opener. Like, I, I, think, I think we either have him as an opener or have him in like kind of the role that Cutter Crawford was playing earlier with Paxton when Paxton comes back. Because Paxton's been – I mean, his past two starts in Worcester have been good after like stinking it up a little bit. So maybe you just put Tanner back in the bullpen, but you have him in that kind of, you know – what you did with Rich Hill last year when you had Rich Hill pitch and then Tanner right after. I like that thinking. And, like, what you can't do, though, is just, like, roll him out for 96 pitches again because third time through, he's just going to get – he's just going to get touched up. Like, it happens every single time. Yep. <clears throat> and so, in this game, like Tags was alluding – Huh? This is the Connor Wong game. Yes. And so in this game, like before the game, you know, I was looking at the 
lineups and I saw that we're playing uh Kikuchi. And uh UC I just, Kuchi. I just, yeah, UC Kuchi. Um I cooked up a nice little parlay, got it to plus nine hundred, took Christian Arroyo, RBI, hits a bomb. Cash that. It's like the parlay is done early. Yep, exactly. Then, you know, Rob Refsnyder to get a hit. Boom, done early. Connor Wong to get a hit. That definitely fucking happened. Yep. And then um, I have Tanner Houck plus five or five plus strikeouts. He gets four and then the fifth happens, lets up six runs. And I'm like, oh man, my parlay's dead. Just one K away. No way he's coming back out. No there. way he's coming back out. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I texted Alex Cora. I mean, I do have the like his number, definitely totally have that. <clears throat> but he, he rolls Tanner Halk back out there, strikes oh. out Christian or not Christian Kirk, Alejandro Kirk. <laughs> gets oh. me that plus nine hundred parlay. Unbelievable. Bullpen must have been shot, dude, because, like, that's the most standard let's get a new guy in there moment that, like, I've seen in a while. But, yeah, so we're down 6-3. You're like, all right, you know what? Like, they're the Toronto Blue Jays. They're going to win some games. Let's just focus on game three. But Ref Snyder answers right back. Yoshida answers right back. Couple in the Couple in the bottom of the fifth, 6-5 ball game. And then next inning, Connor Wong makes it the Connor Wong game. The first Bomb to tie Connor it. Wong game. Bomb to tie it. And then, yeah, bottom then you six go to the- tied. Bottom eighth, he said, I'll do this shit myself, bro. Yeah. Puts another one up into the monster. Beast, bro. Hottest hitter on earth. Top three hottest hitters on earth right now. Such a beast. Like, Connor Wong is him. Here's some content from that game. Connor Wong is him. The Boston Red Sox won the Mookie trade. Don't even call it the Mookie trade. It's the Verdugo Connor Wong trade now. Let's go, Sox. Unbelievable. Gotta love Connor Wong. Yes, sir. All right. Game three, eight three, Sox victory. Um Bar Show comes out, top of the second. Pokes went out there. One nothing ball game. Vladdy hits one of the hardest hit balls I've seen in a long yeah, time. Talk about a tank, bro. Like, that ball oh that ball was like really hard hit, dude. <laughs> like that had yeah, no then, chance of staying inside of Fenway, bro. Yeah, and Manoa looked good. First couple innings, and then um, or if he got touched up a little bit, uh, Duran because well, remember what happened to Manoa? Was Rafael, that in the fourth or the fifth? That was, I believe, that was in the fourth. Rafael Devers just hits an absolute okay, yeah, it was rocket back at him, rocket, and like he looked shaky after that. He was trying to walk it off, be a tough guy, and then what do you know? Jaron Duran laces one in the gap. We're back. Yeah. And what then, was it? It was I wanna say it was I wanna say it was three or four hitters in a row. He let reach after Rafi hit one one fifteen off his knee. Yeah. And he just kept on giving up runs. I mean nobody I, I'd rather that happen to also. Oh yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. 
just a douchebag for no reason either. Yeah. And like, how about you can get adjusted to the pitch clock, you fat ass, before you start talking and running your mouth, bro. Like you're trash. Like you're you're rookie last year. Like Yeah. I mean, granted he did have a two point two four ERA last year. Yeah. But so like the guy definitely dices, but you know. Still don't fuck with him even a little. Exactly. I mean he didn't dice against us, that's for damn sure. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't even watching the game at this point. Like it did Kevin Kiermeyer just wreak havoc on the bases, bro. Like I don't even know. No, I mean, dude, it, that was so stupid. Like Havetta like clearly is telling the ump, like he's clearly telling the base ump, like because you can go like when there's a guy on only third, like you can go from the windup. And he's yeah. like clearly telling the base ump, like, yo. Like, he says it, like, eight times right to the base up. He's like, yo, I'm going to go from, like, the hybrid or whatever they call it. Like, I'm going to take this step back before I go. And then literally, like, the second pitch, like, not even the first pitch. He does it the first pitch, and they're fine with it. And then literally, like, the second pitch, they're like, oh, wait, dude, like, that was a balk. It's like, no, it wasn't. Cora was pretty fed up. But and then it didn't end up mattering. The boys responded big in the bottom of the fifth, cashed the first five plus a half. (laughs) Cha-ching, like, easy, bro. Easy money. And, like, I got to give it to Pavetta. Like, he sucked against the AL East. Like, this was a good start. That that should have been a two-run two game yeah. for him. Yeah. And Manuel, and Manuel Valdez with a big hit in the bottom of the fifth. Legs out down single. the line. Hops off the bag. Brings yeah. him two. That was huge. Yeah. And then bottom six, Yoshi RBI knock. Bottom seven, another Yoshi RBI knock. Bottom eight, Kike RBI knock, and that's your ball game, folks. Eight three Red Sox. Love yeah. that. Love Both that. Had... Three in a row. You win. You win the series. But Both now you got Gosman the next day. Like, there's no way you, you beat Gosman the next day. He dices the Red Sox. Yeah, no chance, right? Like, it's Kevin Gosman. Like, no way. There's no like, way we win, right? Like that guy should have won Cy Young last year. Yeah. But no, if I look correctly here, it looks like a Red Sox eleven to five victory. What? Yeah, what? Kevin Brian Bayo on the bump, like yeah, like he's the end of our rotation. Like they got Gosman going. Like we'll take three out of the four, bro. Oh yeah, I'll take that all day of the week. You're telling me we swept? Yeah, the Toronto yeah, Blue Jays. Instead, bottom of the first, Yoshi's gonna find a way to avoid the triangle and poke one out to right center. Reese RBI knock, Tapia RBI, another Yoshi RBI single. Rafi gets hot again, double. It's quickly six nothing. Yeah, and like Rafi's double was maybe half a foot from being over the wall. Home yeah, run. like very top of the wall in the in in right, very top. And then it was just like six nothing in the second inning, and like. Bayo like shut it down for the most part. Like obviously in the fifth, he gets a little tweaky. Like starts walking guys, giving up some runs, but just too big of a lead at that point. Yeah, you you and then you come right back in the bottom of the fourth after Bayo gives up one run and you put up two against Gosman again, and now you've put one of the best pitchers in the game out after three and a third, and yeah. he, he's given up eight runs. Like, this game's over. Yep. Did, there was almost something storybook about Devers, like, putting the, putting the game away, even though it was already kind of away. 
flicks one out to right, 408 feet, didn't even look like he gave it his best cut, bro. And they were saying on the broadcast, like, that's the type of stuff that's going to give you a bunch of confidence when you realize, like, you don't have to swing out of your shoes to poke one out there, bro. He's back, baby. Yeah. Carita's back. Yeah. Like, for him to break out in this last game of the season, or last game of the series, when you're about to go on the road, it's exactly what you need. Exactly Exactly what what you need. need. He who shall not be named, super shaky, bottom of the night or top of the yeah, nine. no, but like Brennan Bernardino though. Again, hitting in, hitting in a third shot, shot like no hits. I dare you to try to get a hit off that guy. But yeah, yeah. I will give my opinion on Ryan Brazier. It, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, we don't say that name. We bro. don't say that name, Dude, bro. Come on, bro. It's Brazier Burger. <laughs> anyway, right? Um, he comes out in the ninth in in the ninth in like an eleven four game. Walks the first guy. It's like, all right, like, whatever. And then, um, like, I don't know. You could just, like, clearly tell that, like, I don't know, like, Cora, like, they showed Cora in the dugout a few times, and, like, he's clearly fed up with him. And, like, I had a pretty – I had a, like, bad feeling in the pit of my stomach that, like, that's going to be the last time that Brian Brazier takes the mound for the Red Sox. And, like, yeah. it's okay. It was a good run. I love you forever, Brazier Burger. Honorable head tilt. Honorable. Honorable, thank I you. Will. I will. I will. All right. All, like, thank you. Thank you for your service, Ryan Brazier. And if you're still on the team, awesome. I'll keep tilting my head. Like, we love you, man. You're the boy. You know, me and Ryan Brazier, like, it's a love-hate relationship. You know, he got us to the playoffs in 2021. We don't make the playoffs without Ryan Brazier in 2021. But I am happy to say that this will definitely be the last game that Ryan Brazier has pitched. I don't know about definitely, but no, it's I mean, definitely we, a possibility. We've been, we've been that saying that for a year and a half now. <laughs> That's a good point. So, I mean, we, we we love to forget the fact that he has dirt on Heim or somebody high up within the organization because he probably could have been DFA'd a year and a half ago. Yep. But, I mean, as long as he's on the Sox, I'm definitely going to be rooting for the guy. Yeah, for he's sure. I don't want to see him in a meaningful ball game right yeah, now. Me neither. But yeah, let's um let's hold a moment of silence for uh Brazier Burger's time here at uh Fenway Park. All right, that's enough. <laughs> enough of that talk. Um let's preview this series coming up against the uh Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, we got a uh quick little quick little road trip to the nl east sale day sale day yeah two two teams that are going to be playing meaningful baseball at the end bryce uh, harper just, and then the just got back yeah is he still just dh yeah he's 157 like, days i think he went off the other night too yeah i mean he's just coming off tommy john like 100 days ago yeah, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, last night uh, he – let me go find it. Uh, Yeah, he went three for three with two singles and a double, two walks. So. Yeah, I, I used to hate Bryce Harper. Big Bryce Harper fan now. I love Bryce Harper, dude. I love that guy. Yeah. Miss, He's just so electric them. like that. He he absolutely backpacked the Phillies last year in that postseason run. And like there's nothing like there's not a bad thing to say about that guy, dude. He just rakes. Yeah. I think electric player for the MLB. Yeah, I think he was one of the most misunderstood <clears throat> people in baseball ever. 
Yeah, absolutely. Bro, but, just wants uh, yeah. to win. Sale day tomorrow against Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler is a really, really good pitcher. One of the premier pitchers in the league. Uh, we'll see what happens. The way this team's heading the baseball, though, can't count them out. I'll be taking the Sox and the overs for sure. Yeah, I mean, and, like, if Sale gives you what he gives you the other day, who knows? But, not, a bad, yeah. not a bad team to have a lefty going to. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Phillies, I was going to say, Phillies sneaky, a lot of lefties. Stott's yeah. been hitting leadoff for them. Bryson Stott, he's a lefty. Harper, Brandon Marsh. Schwarber. Schwarber, yeah. Sneaky good Schwar- team. Schwarber, 191. I'll always be rooting for that guy, though. Yeah. Boston legend. Kyle from Waltham. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if we lose a game because he goes three for four with two bombs, like, I won't be that hung up over it. Me neither. Um, that middle game, you got Corey Kluber versus a lefty in Bailey Falter. Yeah. Uh, two bottom, bottom of the barrel starting pitchers in the league. That game will be going over the total runs. <laughs> Although I will have, I do, I do have to say, Kluber has looked good his past two starts. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm already like, I'm seeing it now. Like, Bryce, Bryce Harper just could just <laughs> leave off of him, like just leave Earth. Yeah, I mean, that's what's gonna happen. Like, he's gonna give up a couple homers as long as he can limit it to three homers. I think the and Sox have a minimalized walks. Like, we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll see what happens. And, like, that's what he's been doing his past couple games is if he has his command where he's not giving up the walks, when he gives up the home run, there's less people on base, so the Sox will have a chance to win. Yeah, so, but ba- Bailey Falters is not very good. I He pitched on Sunday night baseball on Sunday against the Astros. And, like, I mean, he had an all right start, but he, he does not have great stuff. Game three, Tanner's back versus Taiwan Walker. I'm actually kind of a Taiwan Walker fan. No, He's not having a great year, but no, like, no, no. I kind Taiwan of Taiwan like Walker stinks, bro. I, I don't know. I think I don't know. I kind of like him. I mean, I he, hate him. He's trash. He's got a seven ERA with a one point six WHIP. Not a great yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that guy like his ninety seven in the show was tough. I set people <laughs> down with that card. Yeah, I mean, that that's reasonable, I guess. But in real life, that guy. Is throwing like he's gonna try to like bowling ball sinkers, but realistically, he only throws like 91, 92, and like he'll hang a change up nice up in the zone, and somebody will leave probably Devers, probably and Manuel Valdez, <laughs> probably Jaron Duran. Yeah, yeah. I mean, series predictions, like I really don't want to get ahead of ourselves because like it's hard to win games of baseball this day, but. I want to say confident two out of the three. Yeah, let's keep playing some good ball. I mean, we're riding a six-game win streak, yeah. largest in the league, tied with the Dodgers. Um, yeah, I mean, let's go. I, I love it. I I think we can sweep them. I don't know. Maybe it's like so. It's going to be a lot to win tomorrow, but if we do win tomorrow, then like the next few games, I think we have a really good chance. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to go another confident two out of three. Um, but if we lose that one game, it'll be a close game. And mm-hmm. I think it'll be that first game. I think if Chris Sale gives you a good start, you win, you sweep. I think Chris Sale is going to have this back and forth thing where he sucks one game, he's dominant the next. Yeah. But 
you know, I'm hoping for the best, but I, I got us at two out of three here. Just stay hot, kid. You know, the Soft, bats are kid. raking. Socks, kid. What's the deal with Kenley right now? Uh, he's just got he pulled his back when uh, Brazier forced him to come into the ball game, and uh, uh, right. <laughs> so he, he's like day to day. One thing, my closing thought. Um. Uh, Kike Hernandez had the funniest series of events on, uh, I believe it was Tuesday night. He makes a ridiculous play. Absolutely insane. Dives in the fucking third base, second base hole. And then absolutely guns him out at first to Cassis. Cassis is pumped. Next. Ground ball at the middle routine. Completely shoots Cac. Uh, wide left Cassis error. <laughs> Very next play, another routine routine double play, gets it, tag second, and just launches the ball into the fifth row of the stands. Yeah, Hilarious. he made a nice place tonight, dude. He had a nice diving play at short and yeah. um, a nice bare hand too. Yeah, from off of Bernardino's leg. Yeah, so like it's just like with Kike, I feel like. He gets super tight during those routine plays, and he's just like worried, like about outside pressure. But I feel like when he's just being a ball player and just like making those athletic plays, I think that's where he's gonna succeed. So I think it's just about for him being loose out there. Yeah. And I think Kike could be a good shortstop, but obviously we're just not seeing it yet. But he's starting to come around a little bit. I think he's just got to work on those staying loose during those routine plays. No, he's a good ball player, but I think he'll be he'll be happier than anybody when Story's back and he can move wherever he ends up moving, whether it's to the outfield or over to second. But he'll – I mean, honestly, he's probably going to turn into an all-around-the-field all kind of guy. Yeah, he'll just be Brock Holt. Yeah. Every Sox team's had one of them, bro. He's turning into it now. Absolutely. You guys got any closing thoughts? The socks are tough, bro. The socks are tough. Like we're nineteen and fourteen. Like I could be wrong, but like that's gonna that's gonna put you really high up in every other division in baseball. And I mean, like the Rays don't seem to want to lose many baseball games at all. But like the Orioles are, like they almost have to slow down eventually, bro. So I mean. If you told me 33 games in we're going to be 19 and 14, I would shake your hand, bro. I'd be like, I'm so chill with that. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, for me, just comes down to, like, because, I mean, right now, like, we're we're just, like, we're just raking. It's really that simple. Like, it's it comes down to the whole order, starting from the top, Verdugo, Devers, Turner, and Manuel Valdez, Yoshida, Duran, Connor Wong. Like, but just keep breaking the baseballs. Uh, if we put up 33 runs every four game series, we're gonna we're gonna find ourselves playing baseball in October. And it and it really comes down to the pitching. Like the bullpen's been much better than expected. Winkowski rebirth in the bullpen, Brennan Bernardino, of course. It's just gonna come down to the starting pitching. Like, just go out there, give us five, give up two every night, and we'll be we'll be in good shape. Big yeah. six game stretch coming up here though against the Phillies and Braves. 
big six game stretch. These are top of the league teams. It's cut out some wins. Yeah. And you put yourself like by sweeping the Jays here, you put yourself in a perfect situation to start this month where you have a tough schedule to where you can lose some series, you can lose some games and you're still in good shape. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So sure. What I got to say about this team is that they are fun to watch. Yeah. Every Absolutely. night that I turn it on, I'm having a good time, win or lose. Last year, it was just, it was hard to watch. It's like watching the Boston Celtics. You can't do it. Yeah. Horrible to watch. Every night I turn this team on, I'm having a good time. I just want to watch the game. Yeah, for sure. Big Sox, big Sox game tomorrow against Wheeler. Um, and then uh, big, big gambling weekend in general with the Derby coming up on Saturday. Uh, playoffs rolling as for sure. And like, the Red Sox and the over will be big parts of of my card on Saturday and Sunday. I can tell you that much. Yeah, same here. I, I, I bet on it every game. Bro. Fun to watch. Absolutely. So, you know, just keep it up, Sox. Just keep doing you. Just keep on raking the baseball. Uh, but that's going to do it here for Sox and seven. Sox, kid. Let's fucking go, boys. <laughs>